0: Hi everybody, this is Sasha from Sexport Talks, and today I am going to be interviewing Kimberly Phoenix, who is a divorce coach. We're going to have an amazing conversation about everything related to uh, relationships, transitions, and divorce. So, welcome, Kimberly. It's so nice to have you here.
1: Thank you, Sasha. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you today.
0: Yay. so kimberly is part of the expert talks she has been a very important member of this project from the very beginning and i am so fascinated about her work and how uh she's approaching something as delicate and sensitive as divorce and the transition of relationships so uh, i'm i'm very curious about How uh, and why you decided to focus your work on this very specific area?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I knew that I was called to work with women that were going through um, kind of like deep personal issues and transitions. And I skirted around divorce for a long time. I knew that it was calling me and it was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And I realized that that was sort of my zone of magic. My divorce, the the period leading up to it and the 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 couple of years after it were my dark night of the soul, they're also what plunged me into my own um, my own kind of transformation and, you know, what started me on my transformational path, my spiritual path, my kind of seeking in the way that goes on now. And it's what led me through some of my, um, my deepest healing at the same time. And I saw it as such a time of deep, deep transition that if you're, Present. If you're if you're able to be present and intentional during what's an extremely chaotic time, it really can be um, that process of the phoenix, where everything is burning and then the transformation is taking place and you rise again. You know, into what's next. So it's it can be very dark, but it doesn't have to be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's precisely one of the most difficult uh, processes that people can go through, right? Like nobody gets married with the idea of ending having to have a divorce, right? So we that's something that we try to avoid and therefore we try not to speak about. But we need to have that conversation. And not only when it comes to to lawyers and, uh, and statistics, but we need to have that conversation about, what it does to our soul, how hard it is for us to process it, and um, we were just speaking about how sexuality can have a big uh, impact on the choice to to break up or to stay in a in a divorce, and also to heal from one. Yeah. What's yeah. your experience about this? I
1: love that you kind of prefaced this question with it needs to be talked about and it's difficult to talk about because actually where sexuality can come into, um, not only divorce, but relationship transition in general, I'll speak kind of to either long-term, like the breakup of a long-term relationship or not even necessarily long-term, but sometimes you can have a very profound, significant relationship you know, that's shorter, but it it affects you so deeply. And, you know, the breakup of that can, you know, be, be similar to, you know, no, a divorce, you're going through that same shedding of identity. Um, to come into your, your question about sexuality, one of the emotional difficulties, you know, again, casting aside logistics and legalities and all of these parts of divorce, one of the things that can can be extremely difficult emotionally is shame, guilt, and the things that we do not want to talk about. And sexual problems within a marriage and within a relationship can be such a, a source of this kind of shame. We can feel so isolated by no one else has this problem. If I share this with people, they're going to maybe judge me. Um, sexless marriages is, is a big thing that comes to mind. It's far more common than you would ever think. No one wants to talk about that. No one wants to say, I haven't had sex in X number of years. Um, it's a very difficult thing to share. And um, It could also be sex in your marriage or in your relationship where you have had to cast aside what your boundaries are. Um, maybe you don't get to say no when you want to say no. Uh, and that could, that could be from either side. You know, often we give up our own consent just out of a sense of obligation or duty or I got to do this. Um, and also just our own pleasure. If you've had really unfulfilling, uncomfortable, unpleasurable sex, you know, for, for a significant part of your relationship, that leaves scars. It leaves a lot of um, negative, you know, like just negative things that we don't want to share about. Maybe you have fears about repeating it. It makes it harder to move on and move forward. If you know you have you have these kind of things that you 're carrying forward and experiences that you do not want to have again that yeah. that was a long answer i 'm not sure if that yeah, no. your question
0: I love it and there 's always the weight of shame around it, and that makes it a heavier burden to carry uh, it 's already hard enough to have to carry the heartbreak of having to end a relationship that was not necessarily bad all in order to have to be um, torn apart but also the the burden of shame and feeling like uh, like a loser or somebody that's going to be judged or somebody that's going to be pointed at somehow and sex usually has that that uh, effect right like like Uh, sexless marriages or or this discrepancy in in desire can be something that people just refuse to to try to heal or to speak about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think as women, even even more so, like kind of, uh, you know, whether it be religion or society, like very often... We can't even put our finger on where we learned this, but I, I know sort of in, in my own history and things that clients have shared with me as well, there was very much a sense that sex isn't supposed to be that important, right? Like. <sighs> my pleasure is not supposed to be that important. If if I'm not happy with this part of my marriage, then I need to just bury that and get over that because, you know, this is part of just part of being a woman, you know, kind of get over that and move on. And The reality is it is such a huge part of us and it is so important. And if we bury it and move on, it doesn't go away. It starts to create a lot of, harm and damage and sadness and grieving that's going on inside us and then if you can't even share the role that that plays in your breakup it's just further isolates you
0: yeah oh, that's so important yeah and the shame goes to men as well right like i was unable to please her right i was unable yeah. to to like, like there is also a big burden on men but but i oh, know yeah. you work mostly with women so what does a woman expect when you um, when you work with her during this process? What can you do? Uh, how can you support her during a process like this?
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and I just want to come back to really quick. I want to answer that, but thank you for acknowledging that it is really hard for the men as well. And I think that that shame on the man's part, uh, thinking, you know, about pleasure and desire, you know, lack of attraction and things like that, that can make the communication during the relationship or the communication around the breakup, even, even more difficult. So yeah. Thank you for acknowledging that it's, it it can go both ways for sure. Um, as far as divorce coaching or being coached through a relationship transition, when I think about my work, there's sort of two main pillars that that go into it. And one is looking at um building your emotional resilience because mm-hmm. as you as you describe the emotions that you go through in that process, um it's one of the most difficult and most stressful on all your layers of, you know, of your life that that you'll go through. So you've got the full emotional spectrum. There's anger and there's sadness and there's fear and you know, grief. There's jealousy. Uh, there, there's so many things that you can go through. So I work with my clients on how to process these emotions, how to feel them and release them in a way that feels manageable and safe. Um, It can be hard to experience those emotions. We can be afraid of overwhelm. We can either feel like I'm actually, I'm so overwhelmed by my grief, I can't get out of bed, or we can bury them. If I let myself get angry, it's never going to end. So we work on how to um, express those emotions so that we can, we can be healthy. Um, we work on, it, it's really changing the relationship we have to those. So that's, that's one part. The other part is looking at it is that sort of Phoenix process. What are the parts that um, are burning away that where we're like, okay, this can go, these are things that weren't working for me before. These are the parts of me that I would like to transform you know what are strengths that I want to work on what are areas that maybe were de- neglected in the relationship that I want to move forward with and we look for really what are your desires it's individual to the client what do you want for your life on the other side of this um, as a coach we look for the things that are stopping you what are your usually subconscious beliefs and actions uh often around worthiness or there's fears going on or there's things we picked up in the marriage or relationship itself or even before you know identifying those and working around them and getting the the new beliefs and the new steps and the actions that are going to bring you forward and in, into the, the future and the new stage of life that you want
0: i love it and i think it's a couple of very important things that people rarely ever have the opportunity to work with, right? Like this, uh, dealing with all the different intense emotions, feeling them in in a safe container, bringing them a safe container. I wish everybody that goes through such a painful um, experience would have the chance. Or would give themselves the chance to be supported because it's yeah. so important to have this support. Yeah, and then looking at what comes next, which can feel so difficult after a breakup because there is so much pain that it's overwhelming to even think about the possibility of a future. Yeah, so, so yeah. I think it's so important. And uh, what have you found? to be uh, the, the thing that people need the most during this process when they are trying to connect to their emotions?
1: That is such a good question. What, what have I found that people need the most when they want to connect to their emotions? What's coming to me, I think, is a deep sense, and, and this goes with the emotions and beyond, is a deep connection to self-trust. Knowing that no matter what's coming, I've got this. I've, I've got my back. I can hold myself through this. I can trust my instinct. I can trust my judgment. Re, really connecting or reconnecting to their self-trust.
0: Mm, I love that so much. It's so important. I, <laughs> I I know somebody uh, very close to me who's just going through a divorce, and I can see this sense of um, feeling so defeated. Like like there is a uh, I, it's so easy to speak about divorce in terms of statistics. Like if it was something disposable. Uh, an easy uh, an easy choice, but the truth is that the experience seems eternal. It seems like to be ever going, even when in reality it's shorter when it won't take forever right It has a begin- a beginning, a middle, and an end. The truth is that this end seems like so distant, yeah, and I love the fact that you help them. Uh, and that you speak about the importance of bringing this self trust for the process so that they can walk through the long run uh, the yeah. long marathon that it means to get divorced
1: it's so important what you said because i think um very often when people haven't been through it we do we think about the le- the legal part and it's like oh well when all that's done and dusted in court then then you're clear, right, right, you're fine, you can, you can move on, and it's not, like, I actually teach five different stages, and there's circles, like, like, as you know, as a coach, like, healing, there's layers, and there's ups and downs, and it turns, and it, and it does this, and it's, it's ironic in a sad way that in divorce self trust is what we need the most and it's also what can be completely exploded and shattered you know yeah. in the process so we work really hard on that in coaching coming into the body and really learning again what what does my center feel like so that i can return to that again and again and again to get through that marathon as you said
0: and I want to, to pinpoint that, uh, just let me get my uh, charger here. I want to to uh, signal that, that's so important. You connect back to the body, because when we are going through such a different, uh, difficult experience, we get so many different uh, advices and so many different views. Oh, you shouldn't. Oh, you should. Oh, you are. Uh, just get over it. Oh, you shouldn't get over it yet. Oh, just go this way. Go the other. Get another partner. No, don't get another partner. So it seems like uh, whatever you do is wrong, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. just feels even more confusing. So, yeah. what is the the compass? It's the body, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it's your compass, not everybody. Cause yeah, everybody else has their opinion and their advice, but, and it's not even, it's not the coach. Like the coach is not the advice giver. You know, all the wisdom is in you. And so connecting to that wisdom and that truth, it's right there in your body. It's there.
0: And that's so important. It's like you are not going to go and find somebody to tell you how to go through the divorce, but instead yeah. you're going to go through, through somebody who holds space for your wisdom and your needs and your own process, yeah. whatever uh, it needs right, in order to happen. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like a good, a good coach. They're now helping you navigate back again and again and again to yourself deeper and deeper within because you are the one that knows what's best for you and it might not feel that way sometimes especially when we're spiraling and thinking and going but you're the one that knows how to do it and you have the power to get there
0: that's so important i just really wish that people would get that, like that taste of what it feels like to connect to their inner compass in their body it's like i, I always tell people your body has all the answers that you need yeah yeah, yeah. That's,
1: we're, we're magical that way yes <laughs>
0: yeah. so you speak usually about the the divorce portal what is this divorce portal you refer to
1: so, you know, if you think of a portal, it's a gateway, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of, it's, it's an entrance and can also be an exit. So the divorce portal, it's actually, when you get divorced, you end a relationship. Divorce is a gateway between the old life, which was in that marriage or in that relationship and your new life, whatever it is that is ahead. And like you talked about, it's a long process. You know, you don't just say I want a divorce and it's over or here I want a divorce and then it's over. It's moving on. It's um, like I said, I teach five different stages and it, it, it starts with the realization that this is happening, or I think this is happening. And it goes all the way through all those legalities and the healing process into your new life and, you know, taking the steps and living that way. So that's, that's what I refer to with the divorce portal is this journey between what the old life was and what the new life is. And you're the one that's dreaming that and taking, taking the actions to create that
0: new life.
1: Mm
0: so um I am really curious about what these five steps um these these five steps of the of the portal are uh, could you tell us a little bit about them
1: yeah, sorry, you broke up just a little bit you you were you asking for what the five the five, the
0: five steps the five stages of the of five- the divorce
1: Ah yes, so we start with realization and for people that are interested I'll stick a little thing out there. I'm creating a course where we'll actually go through, I go oh, get elemental correspondence for each stage. And um, there's an alchemical, like if it follow the stages of alchemy and transformation, then there mm-hmm. there's the corresponding stage as well. But to give you the, the nice little just a basic guide, we have realization mm-hmm. and that, that can be very fast, you know, especially if, if someone, if your spouse or your partner initiates it, then you're the one hearing it. But for some of us, um, like in my own experience, the realization was very, there can be a lot of trying, um, you know, like what, what can we do to make things better? Um, so there's realization. Breakup, which is what we think of with the logistics of it when your life is starting to change. You know, there's moving out and custody arrangements and things are, are um, looking different logistically. Then there is dissolution, which is kind of everything's thrown into the mix. If you think of different things into water and you're figuring out, you are finding your steps in this new you know this new setup the fourth stage is healing and healing takes part throughout the process it is not only in the healing stage but in the stage that that is called healing more of your energy can go into your healing like the emotions are going to be less raw you are more used to what your new life here to pour into what you want and then the final stage is your new life so you are living and beginning to thrive and really feeling confident in the new life that you have created post divorce.
0: I love them and I love that you that you create this equivalence because with alchemy because it is really a, a, a process of trans uh, of transformation uh, uh, a real process of um going from one state into the other so I really love the the yeah the connection it makes a lot of sense to me i can I can totally see mm. how they they connect and you are teaching this in a course right now right you are you are um, you are working with people one on one and you are also giving uh courses uh, online am i right yeah
1: so the courses coming up uh well and it, it all depends on when when this podcast will come out it's not active not active yet but but it is coming have it in store for the new year. Um, I do offer um, a limited number of each month uh, or each month I take on a limited number of one-on-one clients and mm-hmm. we work together typically, um, typically in a four-month container to walk through your um, stages of transformation together. So I work with one-on-one clients and then I also have a Facebook group that gets a lot of exclusive content. I Live talks, things like that, and so that's that's a good place to go for you know a little more in depth explanation as well of some of these processes.
0: That's amazing! I love that! I love that! I think that people really could benefit a lot from getting in touch with um, with you, from getting this guidance, and from just uh, connecting to their own inner compass and. Knowing that what they are going through is not um, is not isolated, like they are not alone in their in their own process.
1: Thank you. I love my community. They blow me away. They, they're every single one of them is absolutely amazing, and I I love their compasses. I love their hearts. I love their bravery. It's it's really an honor. It's an honor to
0: um
1: to. To just
0: be with women as they go through this process. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, I would just like to know if there anything that you would uh, that you would like to remind people who are going through this process, or to tell people who are going through this process on their own, like if they could take one bit of wisdom from this conversation uh, or from you, what would it be? Um. Mm.
1: honestly, it, I think back to what we were talking about and on your hardest days or your most ecstatic confidence, like wherever you are in that journey, and it can change, you know, from day to day, just knowing that you have everything you need inside of you right now. And if you're hearing conflicting advice, if you're if you're, you know, doubting yourself, just come back. Take a few moments to find that calm and feel feel into your heart, you know, feel feel into those deepest This is where your wisdom is and just remembering that you know it is it is all within you you have your compass you have your strength you have what you need to do to get through this and be that phoenix that rises and be stronger
0: Mm, i love it i love it so much beautiful thank you very much for this interview and i just want to remind people that you can contact her On the links below uh, in the comments and you can get into her group and follow her instagram and her social media it's it's going to be so um, empowering you are not alone during the process of a breakup a divorce a transition there are other people going through this just get to know them and get to be supported allow yourself the gift of being supported in this process
1: thank you sasha
0: yeah thank you thank thank you so much this was such a lovely interview